Sorry, Snoopy. You can't go with us. Dogs aren't allowed on the school bus. Woof. Hello, 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 and welcome to the first episode of my first ever podcast. Um, This is a very, would you say, off-the-cuff thing that I'm doing right now. It's currently one in the morning. Um, I just finished watching It's a Sin on Channel 4. Now, if you haven't seen it, please go and watch it. It is incredible. Um, But it's brought up a lot of things for me. It's made me think about a lot um, that I wasn't necessarily thinking about before. So I'm just going to talk to you about some of those things um and sort of see where that takes us i had a good old cry after watching that and during um i i was there was a tear leaking out of my eye within the first five minutes of that show which is incredible because i don't really cry at media you know whether it's tv film songs um I mean, yeah, sometimes I cry listening to music, but I listen to a lot of music, so it's, it's going to happen. Um, I don't watch that many TV shows, but this, like, I'm so glad I watched it, and it makes me want to watch more, because if, you know, I could have missed out on that. If it had come out a few years ago, I probably, it would have been off my radar. So I'm so glad it came out when it did. Um, so yeah, I cried a lot. Cried a little bit during. Cried so much after the last episode now i'll try not to give any spoilers but i really really thought that we were going to have a different outcome in the last episode um but after reflecting on it i think if something else had happened it wouldn't have been as realistic as it was you know happy endings are nice and all but life isn't a happy ending all the time and it was just it was gut-wrenching that show but really 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 good um so i learned a lot a lot of practical things um to do with hiv aids i I probably should have talked about what the show's about a little bit so it's about a group of young people i'm guessing they're aged like 18 to 24 um who have all moved to london uh i don't know if they're all at uni but i know a couple of them are and maybe the others move for other reasons and they're living in this house together and they're all queer and it's just about them sort of navigating the world and being friends and going out and partying and whatnot but this is in the height of the aids crisis so yeah um i learned a lot of practical knowledge on hiv aids and what the difference is between hiv and aids because i didn't know before and i learned about how it affects people exactly um and all of that but it also has made me think a lot about being a queer person myself and i don't know i mean I don't know what I would have done if I was living through the crisis in what was it the 80s um because it it just seems incredibly isolating um and you know stigma's rife at the moment anyway but with that going on and then section 28 which was then enacted as a sort of response to it I I believe (sighs) yeah it, it 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 would have been a lot harder um makes me think about myself 
how a lot of the stigma that we see today probably or definitely comes from the AIDS crisis and I almost am sympathetic of like I don't want to be a homophobe homophobe sympathizer if that's how you say it I think you know what I'm trying to say I don't want to be one of those but it was a scary time and you know it puts all these ideas into people's heads like you know people oh being gay is not natural because you know this idea that these two sets of bodies what we have known to be called male and female you know they were made for each other one fits in the other and that's how it's meant to be and that's what's natural and then when this gay disease and i'm doing air quotes here comes along and threatens to wipe out the queer population i i can see why people in their heads are like yeah this was meant to be being gay is unnatural and mother nature is proving it now i don't believe that's the case but it it's it's scary just watching that like i started to doubt my sexuality and it's horrible but yeah just living through it oh my god um so yeah i'm sure that's where a lot of stigma comes from in the uk and around the world today and it's really really sad that that had to happen um and yeah it makes me wonder like whether the the opinions that my mother has and that my family have of queer people like is that what it comes from because they they live through that you know they went in queer circles themselves but they were watching it on the news and um yeah i don't i don't really know what point i'm heading to at this point i just find that all really interesting um yeah i really want to i i am generally quite a proud queer person i'm not incredibly out to people i'm out to all my friends like as soon as i realized in myself that i wasn't straight i went and told my friends um it's not something that i am ashamed of um it feels very natural to me and i love it i absolutely love it um but i'm not out to family and you know like older adults like i'm out to the people within my generation because i feel like there's more understanding there's not understanding among all 22 23 year olds um there are definitely 22 year old homophobes but there are less 22 year old homophobes than there are 50 year old homophobes and so it's hard to be proud sometimes because i want to be but I'm being told not to be, not directly as such, because if people don't know, you know, 50 year olds, my my mom's friends, whoever, then they can't tell me, but um, I want to be proud and I want to do more for the LGBTQ plus community, um, which is partly why I'm making this podcast. I mean, I've been meaning to make a podcast for many, many years. It's something me and my friends have talked about over and over again. Um, but we've just never actioned it. I mean, I, I struggle to put things into action. I have so, so, so many ideas and only a very select few ever actually happen. Um, but I wanted this to be one that happens because I have so many things to talk about. I'm part of multiple marginalized communities that I deeply care about. And I thought I need to bring these two things together and 
fulfill my want of you know being creative and experimenting with these mediums and also helping people and spreading awareness of certain things and knowledge and so that's why I'm doing this um but I want to do more I think talking is great you know like this talking into this mic through a screen um or through a speaker whatever however you want to put it but I want to do more I just don't know what at this point and I think because I'm not out to everyone it's going to be difficult um I mean maybe not is this is this a sort of medium like am I going to be on platforms that my mom's 50 year old friends are going to be on probably not but it's still scary um I am actually out to my mom but I still think it's something that she it's definitely something that she would rather ignore and I think it's probably something that even internally to herself she denies um I mean you know I I I kind of bombard my mum a little bit with queerness like I talk about you know if, if there's a woman on the screen that I'm attracted to I tell her I will say it because I guess I'm trying to break that fear that she has um and that stigma in, that she holds but she's definitely texted me and been like oh like because I told her I joined a LGBT society and I was so happy that I'd found this group of people that was so similar to me and she was like maybe you should you know hang out with different people like make sure you have some straight friends in the mix because if you're only hanging out with queer people then she didn't use the word queer but if you're only hanging out with gay people then how do you know that you're not straight you know this notion that I'm being influenced by the people around me even though I've known for coming up 10 years um she's less like that now but I I still reckon she still feels it so it's hard it's hard to be out it's hard to do all the things I want to do I still live under her roof so you know if I'm if I want to go somewhere I, I pretty much have to tell her where I'm going or at least give her some idea and it can be hard it it, it would be difficult to at the moment I'm imagining like working for Stonewall or something <laughs> um I did want to be on this team of theirs I think it was a volunteer thing like many years ago but I couldn't because I was living at home and I wasn't out to my mum at this time um and I'm just thinking about that and like how can I really do things and do like help help I don't know if help is the right word but just do things to do with queer people and queer activism if I'm not comfortable being fully out so yeah (laughs) that's it I feel like I feel like that was a wild ramble um it started off pretty you know pretty tame I feel like there was some structure going on and then it just went away with the wind um but thanks for listening i hope you got something out of that um if you did let me know your thoughts i don't actually know what platform i'm uploading this to yet but if there is a comment section for you to comment in please leave your thoughts there let me know um if anything resonated with you let me know what you want to hear more of um if you've got any tips for the podcast medium itself and you know structure and things like that any anything anything that comes to your mind about anything i've said or the way i've delivered anything that i've said let me know however you can
Thanks for listening.